are listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. Now let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today is Thursday, December 6, 2018, and we read from Luke chapter 1, verses 68 through 79. In the reading, Zechariah is an old man, his wife Elizabeth an old woman. Their whole life they have prayed for a child, but the prayer was never answered, until now in their old age. Zechariah is a priest, and when he enters the temple, Gabriel appears to him to announce his wife Elizabeth will have a son who will become John the Baptist. He does not believe the angel, so Gabriel strikes him mute, unable to speak until the birth of the child when the promise will be fulfilled. Zechariah's words are his first words spoken since being struck silent. They are not really a prophecy, but a song sung by an old man who has seen much disappointment in his life and now overwhelming grace. What catches your attention today as you listen to Zechariah's song? Let us listen to Luke chapter 1, verses 68 through 79. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham, to grant us that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemy, might serve him without fear and holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Our Wednesday night Bible study group is reading a book about Mr. Rogers. The book is titled, The Peaceful Neighbor, 
discovering the countercultural Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I never thought of Mr. Rogers as being countercultural, but the book is opening my eyes to a person I never knew. Truth be told, I never liked Mr. Rogers and would only watch his show to make fun of him. Mr. Robinson's neighborhood on Saturday Night Live was more my speed. It seemed more authentic than the soft-spoken man who appeared to be lacking testosterone. Eddie Murphy's spin on Mr. Rogers was more than a joke. I think he was saying that the world of Fred Rogers looked nothing like the neighborhood of Eddie Murphy's childhood. It is hard for a child who does not grow up around peaceful adults to believe in or trust gentle souls like Fred Rogers. My wife loved Mr. Rogers and made sure our children watched his show. She loved how calm and patient he was in speech and how he presented information in a way children could understand. One of her favorites were the segments explaining how things worked. Now our children love him for the same reasons and cannot understand why their father dislikes him. In preparation for this class, I watched a series of videos referenced in the book. One video invites children to grow ideas in the garden of their mind. It has been viewed 12 million times. Another was Mr. Rogers saying goodbye. The video closes with him reminding us what he always told us. I like you just the way you are. The words filled my heart with peace. Michael Long, the author of the book, describes how Fred Rogers addressed difficult topics with children. For example, three weeks before Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood aired on national television, North Vietnamese troops launched what became known as the Tet Offensive. For the first time in America, people were beginning to realize the war was not going as well as our leaders told us. The attack even caught Walter Cronkite off guard. He is quoted as saying, What the hell is going on? I thought we were winning the war. Two weeks prior to the show's release, Martin Luther King Jr. led clergy and laity concerned for Vietnam on a silent vigil for peace at Arlington National Cemetery. Fred Rogers addressed the sudden world of chaos by calmly changing his shoes and putting on a sweater. He sang a song about a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but then spent the rest of the show talking to children about war and peace. But he did it in a way only a peaceful neighbor could. He used peace balloons to teach about peace, and then he used the same balloons to teach children about the physics of flying balloons. Rogers, a Presbyterian minister who embraced Quaker theology, fully embraced Jesus as the nonviolent love of God incarnate. Jesus was his point of reference when looking for ways to create a peaceable kingdom here and now. So it was hard for me not to hear Mr. Rogers in Zechariah's song. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. I'm sorry, Mr. Rogers, for not listening or respecting you in a way you deserved. Your commitment to peace was a source of strength to the world and a light to those sitting in darkness. And despite my not liking you, I'm glad you like me just the way I am. As a child, now what were the lessons they were trying to teach you?
possible is peace in a world torn by conflict? And what will it take for you to become a peacemaker? time to pray. Pray for peace in the world, in your heart, and in your lives. listen one more time to Luke chapter 1, verses 68 through 79. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham, to grant us that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemy, might serve him without fear and holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, For you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Let's pray together. God, we thank you that you have given to us, your people, the knowledge of salvation through forgiveness. We thank you for messengers like Mr. Rogers, who remind us that by your tender mercy the sun has risen into heaven and to shine on all who live in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. May we walk in peace all our days. Amen. God grant you freedom. May Christ set you free to love, and may the Holy Spirit go where you go and protect you on your way. Amen. Mm-hmm.